Good morning. Welcome to another edition of On The Pace on Sky Sports Radio. Paul Cochran with you again this morning. Uh, we've had a, an eventful 24 hours in harness racing here in New South Wales. Drama 101. Of course, yesterday's show, we, we had the great Steve Turnbull on and we, we talked about the prospect of him being on the verge of 4,000 career winners. He had seven starters going around at Bathurst last night across three races. Unfortunately, it came up slightly short. He, uh, he missed out completely in, in race one. At race three, uh, he just got beaten by his son, Nathan, of all people. And uh, that one actually went to the stewards' room. You can imagine how, uh, how tense that's going to be around Christmas dinner when they talk this one through. Nathan managed to hold on to the race in the stewards' room. And then race four, Steve had three chances going around in that to try and get to that magical 4,000 mark. Uh, he led them up and it looked like it was his for the taking, but along came uh, his superstar daughter, Amanda Turnbull, from nowhere, bloused him on the finish line. Now, Steve actually thought he'd won the race. They were celebrating. There was a, there was a bit of carrying on. And uh, unfortunately, he was made aware only moments later that he missed out. So he's left hanging on 3,999 winners. Still, the publicity trail continues for Steve Turnbull. He has a chance now to bring it up at Young tomorrow night, which uh, which um, should put a bit of emphasis on a great little race club and race meeting there. But of course, before that, uh, we do we do have racing at Penrith tonight. We're at uh, Newcastle tomorrow night as well. One of the leading players across both those meetings is Robbie Morris, who joins us on the show. Robbie, welcome. Hey, mate. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's fantastic to have you on. You're one of the... Uh, the most accessible people in harness racing. We do thank you for it. You and your, your beautiful wife, Carrie Ann, are, are great advocates for our sport and, uh, and, and you know, role models for a lot of people out there, but really do get on the front foot and promote it where possible. Yeah, that's it. We, um, you know, it's like anything in life these days, unfortunately. You've got to promote yourself and you've got to be sort of on the social media and all those sort of things. So, you know, it's, um, it's sort of a bit more work to do, but I think it's important for all of us going forward and to get the sport out there in, in the right way. You're a busy man because Lucky Lodge has got plenty in at Penrith tonight and, of course, uh, at Newcastle tomorrow night. The first there at Penrith kicks off at 6.22pm. Um, Mick Doldoff has got a couple of nice hopes there in the first. Might be difficult to beat, but, uh, Robbie, you and Kerry ann have got... Uh, look, I might mispronounce this one. Admirowa? How, yeah. how are we saying this one? Ad, Admayora. Yes, and uh, how do you think Admayora is going to go for us, Robbie? Yeah, look, he's first up for quite some time, but he's a little, he's he's a consistent little fella. He's no star. Um, he just probably first up over the long trip, and like you said, Mick's got a couple of handy ones in it off the front line. He'll probably have to end up just sort of tucking back to the rail. Um, he did trial pretty nice at Menangle there a fortnight ago, um, but whatever he does tonight, he will improve on. Money, honey, and race two. Beautiful name. Yeah, yeah, she's um, she lacks a bit of high speed, money, honey, but she probably can slide forward early and put herself in the fray. Her numbers don't look outstanding beside her name, but her actual form's pretty good. She's been running some okay races, just getting into the wrong spot. So she probably comes up with a better draw than what she has of late, and um, she'll go forward from there and she'll put herself into the fray early. Okay, and by race five, you've got Dan Fernando. Yeah, he actually is probably a bit the same. His numbers beside him are pretty pretty good, but he just haven't never had any luck last week, and Barrier four over the mile trip at Penrith is a bit of a pain. He sort of doesn't have enough gate speed to clear the inside ones, but got enough gate speed to get himself in trouble. So I'll have to look be a bit careful there early. Um, obviously, he needs a helmet, so hopefully we can slide across and, and get a helmet. But um, I think probably uh, I think it's uh, 
Grimo's all stoned outside me, race pretty good, and they're going to be hard to beat again. Okay, you bring home that program with three drives on on the bounce for Troy Williams. Look, um, if you're the best bloke in harness racing, Troy Williams is probably in the grand final. He's he's a pretty good guy and and a good little connection you two have got, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. Troy does a really good job with his team. He's um doing a good job with them, and um, he's got a few in the night. I think he's got five in the night. So yeah, hopefully we can get a winner for him at the end of the card there somewhere. You got um. Your shadow starts off with Shadow Eclipse, goes into Can Only Be One, Sir, and then Tristar's Pet. Is there is there one in particular you can give the punters a steer into? I actually had a quick look at the race and I thought um, Shadow Eclipse, he's drawn terrible, drawn barrier six, but um, I think he's right in this race. He's dropped back into the under 50 grade. Um, he's been racing a lot higher company than that. He's just been getting left in the wrong spot. He's got left outside the leader a couple of times. and had to do a bit of work mid-race and He's been whacking on pretty good, and if he can get across from Barrier 6 and find somewhere handy, um, I think he's a chance at odds. Okay. All right, look, um, you, your stable's going um, real gangbusters at the moment. You're third on the driver's premiership uh, across the state. Kerry Ann's leading the trainer's premiership. Um, it's been a, a really good year, hasn't it? Yeah, it has. Um, you know, we probably haven't had as many um, high-class performers as we probably would have liked. You know, years gone by, we've sort of always had pretty handy Saturday night team, but we're in a little bit of a transition period at the moment. A few of them uh, got retired, a few got sold to America and things like that. So um, we've been really lucky. Pete said so's holding that flag pretty high. He goes around the free floor most weeks. Um, Robin's Playboys, I think he's starting to get back to his best now. So hopefully the Saturday night runners start rolling out a, a, a soon. But um, yeah, we're really happy with our team. We've got a lot of nice babies and a lot of good clients that have supported Kez in a lot of two and three-year-olds. So um you know that's really good for the for anyone in the sport because it's it's starting to go forward through with the future and um, yeah we're really happy with the way everything's going. Okay, the the uh, the highway to Newcastle's been a well worn path for for your uh, your fleet of vehicles, uh, but it's but it's reaped some rewards. It's been a a lucrative playground for you guys. Uh, back there tomorrow night, you've got Rock and Roll Mama, which I, I think's a big chance in the first on the card there. Yeah, she she probably she's um she's been going pretty good as well. I think a couple of starts there, she found the front and went fifty four and just got beat by one of Clayton Harmony's nice three year old. So um, you know if she can jump to the bunny and go that fifty four mile again there tomorrow, um I think she'll be hard to chase. What about you, Carl, in race three? Going really good once again. She went to Penrith last week in a quick running race over a mile and got shuffled back along the rail, but hit the line really hard. Barrier eight's going to be a bit of a hurdle. Um, but if they go hard underneath her and she can sort of just slot across, she'll be hitting the line really strong. And, and in race five, you've got one. You're going to have to help me out with the pronunciation on this one too. Uh, Alison? Or... Alison. Alison? Alison, yeah. yeah that's um, one of Dan Godinez. He's been a pretty good client at Lucky Lodge. He's always supported us with good horses. And she's yep. a bit the same. She um, she got home really good last week at Newcastle, but she ended up being pushed back all the way back to last and had to come wide in a quick last pass, so we'll probably have to head forward on her tomorrow and put herself into it, but um, she's racing really good as well. Okay. As I said, you've had a really good strike rate at Newcastle, not just this year, but in years gone by. What is it about that track, Robbie? Oh, look, I think it's um, it's a great thousand metre track in Newcastle, and then most horses get their chance. A lot of tracks these days, it doesn't matter if they can get their chance or not. It all comes down to pace orientated, and the, the, the speed of the race pretty well dictates the winner sometimes, but um, you know, we've always been able to get up there and um, you know it's a good track they always race good the track's always in good condition and we seem to have a little bit of luck there so um, you know we, we, we like to go where 
it's like anything in life. If you have luck, you keep going back. So, no, it's always, ever since I was a junior driver, it's sort of where I learned to cut my teeth and, um, you know, I enjoy going back there as I'm getting a little bit older. It's Friday nights to get home a bit late, not seeing the kids. It's a bit of a pain, but um, it's what we do for a living, so we've got to keep chugging away. Speaking of your kids, mate, young Archie, uh, we see him getting around in the, in the mini trotters. He loves it. Um, you know, we... we we talked on the show yesterday about young Jack Chappell. The minute he turned 16, he got his driver's licence and he, and he scored up with a winner there in the last on the program at Tamworth last week uh, on his first day of driving. Um, the pathways for young kids to, to progress through the sport are, are well and truly open now, aren't they? And, and do you think it's something that we might see Archie uh, taking on when he, when he reaches the age? Yeah, definitely. I think the industry's doing a really good job to keep the young kids involved. I know it's hard, obviously, with insurance and things like that and licensing but I think it's very important through the, the mini trots and things like that that we keep these kids involved because you know I think in years go by we've let them slip and we've probably lost a few kids to other sports or other industries so um, you know I think the, the sports realised that a couple of years ago and they're really trying hard to rectify it and um, yeah Archie he, he loves it and I um, I think I got about Buckley's and none of he'll be he'll be doing horses I don't think he'll want to do anything else he seems pretty happy with it he, to go through his form and to struggle to get him to go to school now. Mate, he's, he's bred to drive, so I, I think it's inevitable for you guys. You, your property's right on the doorstep there of um, of Tabcourt Park, Menangle, and obviously we're back there on, on Saturday night. One thing you mentioned just before, Robbie, Robin's Playboy, we, we, you know, we did a, a little bit of an interview with you leading up to the Inner Dominion campaign with Robin's Playboy, and you know, had high hopes for this horse. Um, third start back in this current campaign. Let's, you know, honestly, the honest truth is probably the first two runs back have been um, rather plain, but you probably just alluded that things might be on the, on the up. Yeah, he just probably took um, he just took a bit longer than we sort of would have liked to settle in. And his first up run was really good, the Inter Dominion heats, and then he got sick and knocked him around a hell of a lot, probably more than what we first initially thought. Um, his first two runs back from a spell have been plain, but you know I think he's still sort of just starting to get over a few things and. So pulled a few bloods and, and got him scoped, and he seems to be really bright. And his work the last sort of three weeks has been pretty sharp. So, um, yeah, look, he's drawn terrible on Saturday night, and he'll probably have to go back and look for some luck. But uh, I think we'll start to see him turn his form around. Lucky that he's um, he's owned by the Wilson family in New Zealand, and they're terrific, good clients. Been lucky lodge. They always have been supplying us with good horses, and you know it's always hard with these horses. Sometimes you want them to come over here and go bang, 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 but. At the end of the day, they're, they're flesh and blood, and you've got to have things all lined up. And um, you know, it doesn't always work out the way you want it to. But he seems to be really good, so hopefully, he can start putting his right foot forward. Have you earmarked a race for Robin's Playboy where you want to get to this year? Like, is is another Inter Dominion campaign out of the question? Oh, look, I don't think it's out of the, the question. You know, on his New Zealand form, he's more than capable. But right now, he's just got a little bit sick, and we had a few little hurdles that we had to get over. He seems super now, so. Hopefully the the first plan is to just start winning races again, and then you know if we can get back to that, we'll, we'll be stoked and we'll be there. You've got one in race four that won at Menangle back in January. Probably hasn't didn't put together a a, um, a consistent run of form, but did win again last week at Newcastle. Dance for Glory. How, how do you think Dance for Glory is going to go back at Menangle? Yeah, look, he's um he's he's an old war horse. He's honest as the day's long. He's super sound and he enjoys his racing. You give him three days off in the bottom paddock and. By the third day, he's running up and down the fence line, drives him crazy, not getting work. He just likes his routine. He's probably um, he's one of them horses that's done a super job. I think he's won 26 races, and he's probably on the back end of his career. But um, like I said, he's honest as the day's long. 
he probably will get pushed back a little bit from that wide draw and he'll be poking through the middle. He's a place chance, but yeah, no, he's a beautiful old horse. There's one in the in the last on the card that, that I think we're interested in seeing, Sonny G. Obviously, that's one that you, you've sort of set for the Trots New South Wales Group 1 night on, on 2nd of July. Yeah, definitely. He, um, he's he been sort of a bit of a revelation through the Saturday night grades. He's won a $20,000 trot. And been pretty consistent. We gave him a bit of a freshen up there. He hasn't raced, I think, nearly a month now, but um, just sort of took him away and gave him a freshen up, gave him a couple of weeks swimming and fiddled around with him and just sort of Make sure he was ready to go. Obviously, the Saturday night's run to stand and start, but it'll do him the world of good to have that run, and then hopefully he can come out on the on Trot New South Wales night and put his right foot forward. That should be a great night. That there's uh, you know prize money significantly boosted across uh, across that event. It should be a blockbuster night for the Trotters on the second of July there at Tadport Apartment Angle. I do know that we are at Harness Race New South Wales and providing um, extended coverage of that race meet on uh, Sky Racing Active as well. So it should be a real great exhibition of trotting in New South Wales. And, uh, and as I said, the, the prize money really does open it up for some of the elite to really emerge. Yeah, definitely. It's a, um, you know, I think New South Wales and, and the Trotters Association in New South Wales are going to be applauded. They're um, really going forward with the Trotters in leaps and bounds. And, you know, obviously they have $50,000 races to horses that are bred in New South Wales. And really they're still only a small pool. You know, I think more people have, over the next couple of years, we'll be getting trotters because it's, um, you know, they can't sit there too long with their block eyes on and, and not want them because it's too much money to ignore. You know, we, we're here at Lucky Lodge. We, you know, we have mainly paces, but we've also got sort of 15 trotters in work and um, we love our trotters. And I think it's, um, it's something that I think a lot of people are going to jump on board with because um, there's plenty of money in them and um, there's only a small pool and, you know, you can, you can earn your earning capacity is really good. Okay. While we're talking about the Trotters, uh, obviously we've mentioned Sunny G's one that's going around this week. Is, is there a couple others that you can throw out that, that you've you've got the Trots New South Wales night in mind for? Yeah, well, Dream Big, Aim High, and I'm a Gypsy Queen. They're two two-year-old Trotters. They were in, I think they were in third and fifth last week in the foundation final trot. Um, Gypsy Queen was actually a little bit unlucky. She went over the line on the winner's back jogging and um, Dream Big, Aim High. Just done a few things wrong. He's just a little bit immature and a little bit sort of green and when he got out he, he sort of got hanging on on the outside rain and didn't really go forward and probably cost himself but um you know they're only babies and all on those little issues out but they seem really good so we're looking forward to getting them there uh next saturday night as well so yes um all guns are blazing fantastic look um there's one initiative that uh that, that arms race new south wales has teamed up with tab on and that's every every race six across the state uh over the next week will be named uh, to help raise awareness for prostate cancer, which I think is a, a great initiative. Um, there have been several campaigns around uh, men's and women's health, which have been initiated over time, which have raised significant awareness and money. And your family has really been on the front foot with this, Robbie. Um, and, and I referred directly to Team Teal. Kerry Ann has been an amazing ambassador, and you've worn the teal pants throughout those campaigns the last few years. And pacing for pink, uh, you and Kerry Ann were right on the front foot. Some of these issues have, you know, are directly um, impacted on your family. Can you give us an insight into why this means so much to you to support? Yeah, obviously, um, my sister is having a struggle at the moment herself with um, with breast cancer, which is, um, you know, unfortunate. But she's one of the lucky ones. It's very high success rate, and um, they caught it early. And and that aside, you know, I think there's a lot of people in the world that, you know, we 
I was only saying this to one of my clients the other day. In racing, you can get washed up in your own little world and you worry about a race or a horse or a bad draw or things like that, but there's plenty of worse things in the world that can be happening and there's plenty of people in the world that are struggling with their own struggles. And there's um, these foundations, they do a lot for people and they get people through a lot of dark times. So, um, you know, obviously it's close to our heart at the moment through our own personal battles. But with that aside, I think it's something that we've always got to be behind these things because there's plenty of people in the world, whether it's just wanting to talk to someone or, you know, you're feeling a bit down or you're feeling a bit alone and people don't really know where to turn to. So um, I think to get behind these foundations and to keep supporting them, um, you know, as human beings, I think it's just the right thing to do. So harness racing has been really good and, um, yeah, what me and Kerry have done is probably very minute. We're just happy to help and, and raise as much money as we can for all these great causes. Yeah, look, you do, you, you're doing wonderful things, Robbie and Kerry Ann, and you, you know, and you, your old man's always a good laugh to, to catch up with there at the at the property. Um, and I'm sure a lot of people appreciate the great work you're doing to even shine a spotlight on some of these uh, these um, you know really important causes in society. I mentioned your dad the last time I caught up with him. We we were there. Your property was so badly affected by those floods which happened around Miracle Mile time. Uh, how's the how's the property recovery coming along? It's actually really good, yeah. No, we've um we haven't had much rain in the last couple of weeks, so it's actually dried out really good and um yeah, it's actually it's actually good to just wear the red backs again, not your dirty big gumboots. So no, we're pretty happy everything's sort of we're lucky it all washes down to the bottom of the hill and all the horses are up on the hill and safe. So um yeah, no, we come through come through it. There was a little bit of drama but not too much and there was a lot of people worse off than us. So um yeah, no, we're we're pretty happy the way everything's coming together. Mate, the, the Commonwealth Games aren't far away. There's a rumour they're bringing in horse towing through floods and you're the favourite for the gold medal. Yeah, I don't know if I'll be too too good at it. I'm not a real good swimmer. <laughs> you, and, you and Joshy Gallagher might, might do a different nice swimming routine, towing horses out of floods. Josh was whinging about how cold it is. They might have to get the temperature just like <laughs> through. It's a bit pedantic. Well, it is. It, we've, we've apparently we've we've had the longest and coldest day of the year, so we're on the on on the path to the warmer months, Robbie. So that's good news. Um, I do appreciate you joining us on on the pace this morning, mate. Best of luck at Penrith tonight, Newcastle, and then into Menangle on the weekend. No worries, mate. Thanks for having me. Been a big year for the Lucky Lodge and the Morris family. Uh, let's hope there's uh, plenty more winners. And of course, as we said at the at the top of the show, Steve Turnbull on three thousand nine hundred ninety nine winners. There is a chance the 4,000 comes up at Parks tomorrow night. Uh, thanks for tuning in, everyone. Um, I appreciate your time listening here to On The Pace on Sky Sports Radio. Have a great weekend, and let's hope there's a winner, winner or two out there for you along the way. Bye-bye.